What's up, everybody? Jamie here, man. We got an action-packed show for you. We got all sorts of AEW, New Japan, Impact, plus we preview full gear. Holy crap, big show. This is Total Spot Fest. Welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. This is JJ Brownlee. That is Jamie Faulkner. We are back with our new-ish podcast format here, our once-weekly podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we're doing this now just every Thursday. You know, we've, we've listened to feedback. We listened to uh, everybody that we've asked about this and, you know, looked at some of our stats and figures. And it's like, you know what? Let's... Let's try doing just one, especially with the holidays coming up. So um, we are here. We're going to talk about AEW. We got some big news coming out of WWE again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and a bunch of other things we'll get into. Plus, we're going to preview full gear. So if you're watching us on YouTube, leave a comment down below if you want to join the conversation. While you're down there, it does us a lot of, a lot of uh, favors. Honest to God, if you hit that like button, it really helps us out like button and if you want to hear more feel free to subscribe if you want to get in touch with us otherwise you can definitely always tweet us on twitter at total spot fest or venture over to our website that is www.totalspotfest.com all right so a little feel i feel a little a little odd you know because it's like you know it's been a full week since we've done this, Jamie. Yeah, I know it, that's... Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, next week we do have... We will have the pay-per-view special just mm-hmm. for full gear. So, and we're going to continue that in its own thing. So, especially because we do our 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 pay-per-view... Our SpotFest pay-per-view toy belt championships here. You see Jamie is a, our current and reigning and defending Impact champion. I am the current reigning and defending WWE champion. I had to go with the Attitude Era. I couldn't. I couldn't take the other. I couldn't do the new belt. I just couldn't. But we got. We got to see if see if one of us can pry that AEW belt away from Megan the Tyrant. Uh, you know. So. I'm okay if she wins it because she's part of the FWO. So yeah. uh, you're, 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 we have a side bet. We'll talk about that next week. So we're still going to do those, uh, not just for AEW, but for those pay per views. We'll still do those and put them out on Tuesdays. FYI. Oh, how you been, Jamie? How's your week been? Busy. Very, very busy. Back back at work, not having a vacation. It's been busy. Very, very you busy. Were, you were so chill last week. I don't know if you guys know this. Let us know. But last last Thursday, Jamie was just chill AF, right? You could tell. He's like, ah, I don't have to work and take care of stuff. It's all good. Uh, but, hey, the, all good things must come to it. Absolutely. Speaking Absolutely. of which, that uh, that sentiment was ushered to another round of individuals. So, what is a common occurrence, and from all indications from reports I've read, this might be a thing that happens uh, every you know several, every few months on a regular rolling basis. The WWE released uh, when was that? Last Friday, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, were released another 18 members of their roster. There was also some 
organizational releases so people behind the scenes uh there was an svp who apparently nobody liked like uh, what was, or like a vp of finance or somebody whatever that and a bunch of other people from like corporate but um <clears throat> no it's more important stuff i don't say sorry i don't mean to demean those who lost their jobs in, in a corporate fashion but the noticeable things are more talent being released mm-hmm and this has got an interesting set of names on here. So I'm just going to run through this list real fast and we'll talk about it. Um, and I just have it listed out in whatever order I'm seeing here in front of me. Okay. So we have Scarlett Bordeaux, Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Trey Baxter, Karrion Cross, Oni Lorcan, B-Fab, that's the female member of Hit Row, for those of you who are not uh, in the note, Jesse Kamea, Zeta Ramira, Grand Medalek, Lince Dorado, Jeet Rama, Katrina Cortez, Nia Jax, which is very interesting, Harry Smith, the son of uh, um, Davy Boy Smith, Davy Boy, Eva Marie, Mia Yim, and Keith Lee. So, to recap, yes, that means two couples. Two couples who are actually in the middle of their engagement as well. Mm-hmm. Completely released. I mean, Mia Yim was even featured on the draft this year. Keith Lee just got rebranded from Vince himself in this whole, like, uh, um, Bear Claw or whatever the fuck. Bear, it was, Cat. bear Cat. and whatever. Bear Cat. It was, it, they said it's meant to be a... a I don't know, kind of, it's meant to be like an appreciation of this like old timey black wrestler. I don't know. It felt, felt cheap to me, but he, he been actually getting on TV. Finally, you know, Jesse Kamea had a decent role that she was playing in down in NXT. Uh, Trey Baxter was literally just featured at the beginning of NXT 2.0 with his girlfriend, Cora Jade in an actual relationship angle. Um, mm-hmm. Ember Moon, she got done dirty. Frankie Monet just came over here. Not she has not even been with the company for a year, right? Yeah. And then Scarlett Bardo, Karrion Cross. I mean, some of these names are not super surprising. There's definitely some people who are newer in the business. You know, Zeta Ramira, uh, Jeet Rama, stuff like that. Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik have both begged for their release for months, so. You know, not you know, some of these are not super surprising, but there's a different, definitely a number of surprising names on there. What are your thoughts about this latest round of releases? Well, I I would like to say I am surprised, but that would be a lie, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, yeah. As soon as they put Carrying Cross on TV with that ugly ass helmet <laughs> thingy, gladiator, I I motif. knew he was doomed. Plus, oh, yeah. the, the crowd oh, yeah. had no reaction to him like we talked about because they did not know how to package him properly. And this was a creative release with him. 100% creative release. They did not know what to do with him. They built him in a way when there's no people, so they thought it was really cool. That they thought, but they didn't know if people liked it. And then, lo and behold, people didn't like it, and then they didn't know what to do, so they decided, you know what, we'll just cut our losses. Mm-hmm. Made no because sense. On, on paper, I mean, Scarlet and Carrion, 
that is Vince's wet, wet dream. A big, muscly meat man, you know? And total smoke show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's perfect for WWE. Everybody thought that. It's like, they're perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you could ruin a perfect thing. Um, Nia Jack surprised me. So there's a lot there's, of There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of rumors. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke going around. Uh, I mean, she's not vaccinated, and she's been very public that she's not vaccinated. And um, there was never any kind of warning or anything like that from WWE, but she believes, and from what the rumors are, that she got released due to the fact that she's not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And there was no, like, you need to get vaccinated from WWE, nothing, which I think is very, very odd because... I don't think you can make independent contractors actually do any kind of mandatory thing in order to have a job. Is that correct? If you're an independent contractor, I don't believe you fall under those Department of Labor standards. Hmm. Now, that also, I think it's a two-way street, though, because if you're an independent contractor, this is what your company is deciding, or this is what the letter of the law is. Once again, not a political show. We're not getting into politics. Please don't comment or tweet any political bullshit. Uh, uh, either way, don't care. Please but don't. if you're an independent contractor, you're more expendable because of that. Because, well, our company has this. Do you? Are you? Well, then I can't have, have you here. You know? Yeah, but that means the company so, itself but, but would have to have a stand a stance on this. Right, which they don't. They're like a lot of companies. They're doing the whole wait and see thing, right? You know, and but the ru- the rumor it's is been... Vince is wanting everybody to be vaccinated, yet nothing has been officially said to the talent or outward. Which is, I mean, just put that out there. If that's what you want. That's what we want to do. You know, whatever. Um, I mean, I I'm know. okay There's... with the Nia Jax release. The Keith Lee one, I'm ha- I, I, I never want to say I'm happy for somebody to get released, but that could be the best thing that ever happened to Keith Lee because he or is Keith so... and Mia. Yeah, like both of them are going to end up in AEW. Guarantee. <laughs> they scream AEW. Karrion Cross or Killer Cross again, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scarlett are going to go back to Impact where they belong. They did so well there. Hopefully he can do a new finisher or a real finisher, um, you know. And I mean, yeah. some of these people, Harry will go back to New Japan because that's where he was. He was doing Noah, but I could see him going to to New Japan. Ember, don't know about Ember. Um, she could definitely do a GCW run um, and maybe even high, you know, do some in, NWA. I don't know. Well, but... well, here here's the here's the here's the thing that I wanted to bring up about this um, because. Is 18 people right here. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's apparently going to be, you know, some people that are going to be trimmed from Impact coming up here soon. You have all of Ring of Honor is now out there and available. Some of them are taking advantage of that. Uh, the Mile High Magnum has been booking himself left and right, you know? Mm-hmm. So, little Dak Draper showing up at your independent shows. I think he's wrestling this weekend at uh, Anarchy's uh, next show. So, Oh, yeah, that is this weekend, isn't it? That's this Friday. That's right. Uh, go, go to Journey to Anarchy on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Journey to Anarchy. St. Louis Anarchy's next show this Friday. I'm going to be watching it before uh, Rampage. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> here's, my, here's, my, here's my point about this. Some of these people are going to have to find something else to do to make money. There's mm-hmm. not enough spots out there. I mean, we've talked about bloat, and 
this is going to sound terrible, I know. But for what it's worth, these releases over the past year for WWE are actually the first smart thing they've done as it comes to their, their roster. Because they do have too many people. They have mm-hmm. way too many people. Now, they that, that over the last two years, that means they've released a roster's worth. I mean, you could, you could literally start a promotion with people, just the people they've released. It'd be a deep promotion, but you know, you have, so whatever, you know, but I think it's smart. The point is though, you have these people plus other people and there are people from the last round who still are just kind of out there trying to figure out what's going on. And then you got all of ring of honor who needs a spot now. And you know, Jay lethal, he might show back up in impact. And then there's the Briscoes and you got this and you got that. And you got all the women and you know, Maria, Mike Bennett and Roxy and, you know, Dak Draper's on the uprise and Quinn McKay. And, and so Danhausen. Danhausen. Get, get better, Danhausen. Danhausen is definitely going to be an AW. Like, there's so much, like, momentum for him. I know that's a complete tangent from my thought here, but uh, there's just there's just too many bodies and not enough chairs, you know? Well, it goes back to my point again of the renaissance of the independent circuit, you know? Like, we could see the some of these smaller promotions get huge. We really can. Yeah. Like GCW. Like again, this is the grunge rock. So GCW is the Allison Chains. You know, somebody's gonna be Pearl Jam. You know, or or somebody's gonna be Sublime. You know, of of the <laughs> alternative. You know, variants. You know, so I could see. I think it's a good time to be a wrestler, and the fact that since they have had TV. They'll they'll garner money no matter what wherever they go yeah. more than what they used to, and I mean I think they they understand the hustle. I I really think it's going to be a, a good thing for a lot of these people like Dak Draper per, right there. He's booking himself left and right and probably making double maybe not double but pro, close to double what he Make was making more. previously. Make it more or yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he's been on Ring of Honor, and he was actually pretty prominent in Ring of Honor, you know. So it's one of those things. Well, he, like, he was on the he was on the upswing, so yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things. Like I, I think I think you're right. There's not enough TV spots for everybody, so uh, you know, cultivating people is gonna be a lot more difficult because there is just a surplus of known oh, talent yeah. out there. Oh yeah, but I think for them as a whole. I think it's they are going to benefit because they can go anywhere they want really and make money. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you in that sentiment. I I I believe that this actually creates a better opportunity for some of these independent promotion, you mm-hmm. know, and and we 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 are very partial, of course, to our local promotions, Journey Pro you know, up here in Kansas City. As well as St. Louis Anarchy and, you know, and also some of the other ones. There's the new one, Dynamic Wrestling Federation, who's been doing a pretty good job of getting their stuff together. They, they, I mean, they, I've been really impressed with kind of their, their presentation of everything. So look out for them. But I think you'll see that, that it's really time for the indies to really step up their game. And if they can take advantage of that, there's a pot. I mean, there's a possibility now out there. But at the end of the day... So some of these talents, a lot of these talents, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go back to, you know, the grind if you want to make it. You know, <laughs> you, it's just not enough spots out there for in, in in the in the in the bigger showcases in AEW, Impact, and New Japan, and 
even GCW, you know, so we'll, we'll see where by it's a mixture. Cause there's some NXT. So they have 30 days and there's some main roster who have 90 days and some people are, so it's a mixture. Um, you know, you've already had a few people, Trey Barker, Trey Baxter, whatever. I get, he's Blake Christensen's what he went by before he's already signed. He signed up for a promotion the day of his 90 is his 30 day co- no compete coming up he's in he's in gcw shows again in december like on the day of so it's like good on him so give us your guys thoughts what are your thoughts about all these latest round of people that are released people who are already out there is there too many bodies too many mouths and not enough food or or is this is this really the time to shine for indie wrestling let us know give us a thought down below Mm-hmm. Uh, final note on that before we move on to numbers apparently and this is once again rumor mill but you know that this is true right apparently there's an edict in WWE because if you look at the women that were released a couple of them were like I said developmental brand new stuff uh, but uh, you know Frankie Monet Scarlett Bardot, Nia Jack apparently there's an edict that no more signing women talent that are above 25 years old I mean, stupid, yes, but does that sound correct? It sounds a hundred percent on point for that. Sounds like them. I mean, that's their whole thing: new, young, fresh, right? We're gonna, we're get these we get these kids in. We're we're gonna change our name to Meta because that's what the fuck is that, right? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I just want to throw that at you there. I didn't mean to get your heart burned up. But let's talk about numbers. So you got numbers from this past week, Jamie? I do. I do. I really do. Excuse me. So, actually, it was a good week for WWE, except for one show. Mm-hmm. So, but actually, technically two. So, we'll get into that. So, All right. Raw was up, barely. Okay. Barely. It was a 1.689 up from 1.658, but it did draw the lowest... Uh, the last hour drew the lowest, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, demo whatever, demo ever. Uh, that's when that's ever. when bears made, that's when the bears made a game, unfortunately, of that that, yeah, that yeah, debacle. Yeah. So it was <laughs> so, like flipping back over to Monday Night Football, but whatever. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ever. Um, that's NXT, crazy. Okay. Yeah, NXT was was way down um, for them. Um, they were. At six thirty-one, down from seven forty-six, so a cool hundred thousand folks. And then this week already has came out, and I think they're at six hundred even. So it's like even. I think it was six oh three is what I saw. Yeah, it's like ago. really bad. So like they just keep woo. Speaking of going <laughs> down again, the Kansas City show that we went to for AEW was down uh-huh. as well. It was eight seventy-eight, down from nine forty-one. So basically, since they've been on the road, this is the lowest show. Yeah, I, that's. I found that very odd. I thought the show was great. I you do go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Was it just me, or did it? Did they turn down the crowd? They they had, they had tuned. I don't know. We it was definitely louder than what it was presented on TV. Um, it was and it wasn't like you could hear them turn up the volume every now and again, like um, uh-huh. with, like the shut the fuck ups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we yeah yeah we we did we did a lot of vulgar chants. Not gonna lie, but I don't know. I mean, it's like there are some parts there, and you could you know I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. I thought the show was pretty good. That we were there, so we're biased. But 
Well, mm-hmm. whatever. I think we'll talk about this week's here coming up in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then Impact actually had one of the biggest upticks it's had in a long time. It was up to 118,000, up from 100, a cool 18,000 more people, nice. which is a lot for them. That is a big, big uptick for them. It's it's a good game. I'm going to do a couple words on Impact momentarily as to why. Because, yeah. Best show you're it, not watching. App, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you can watch the replays on, on YouTube and they're pretty solid. I know. <laughs> a week later, but whatever. I just I sign up a dollar a month for their for their for their thing. I can watch them live or the day of. It's a dollar a month, people. Come on. Anyway, sorry. Dollar. That's yeah, myself but and then SmackDown returned to its normal dominance of two point zero nine three million up from one point zero three two million. But of course that is F- FS one to fox uh so it automatically got us to right there right what did what did rampage do rampage was down a little a little i mean but still okay. five five hundred ninety nine thousand down from 623 so twenty four thousand people so i mean it was it was a decent amount and i was one of the ones that lost because i watched the replay because i had stuff going on with the fams mm-hmm. I didn't it happens watch it. yeah it was interesting just at that so Rampage from last week was down. That was just below the number of what NXT this week had. <laughs> yeah. And barely. last week they were above it. So and that's, that's at 9 o'clock on TNT as opposed to Primetime Tuesday, only wrestling show and ga- really only game in town. Because I mean, there's college basketball starting up, so there's some of that. It's hockey, there's basketball, right? There's other things that can apply some eyes i don't know what this is but hey whatever i mean Um, (laughs) i i watched i i did not watch nxt mainly because i don't watch nxt but i mean the jayhawks were on and this is the only time you actually get to watch kansas sports is basketball because they don't have a football team (laughs) (laughs) at least i'm self-aware no no they yeah you're you're brutally honest i do appreciate that i was watching hockey so i mean you know blues uh blues had a excellent game so i had to had to watch that but i don't care about nxt anymore too much so um i I do care about impact you mentioned it best show people aren't watching so here here's my big takeaway so they 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 had some good matches there there was a four they had a they had a a four-way opened it up with a a four-way match for number one contender for the x division title steve macklin they're pushing this whole steve macklin and uh Trey Miguel thing and they're doing it wonderfully because Macklin didn't win this, but he didn't get pinned. Uh, you had Laredo Kid was in there. You had um, um, Black Taurus. So two AAA stars <laughs> in this. They're they're really amp. I I really feel that Impact is dipping their their hand in the AAA cookie jar a lot more, which cool. I'm good with that. If you ever watch AAA, to me it Impact. It's got the closest like similarity, if you would, like organizational wise. Um, Loretta Kid won that, so Loretta Kid versus Trey Miguel at Turning Point, which is their next like mini pay per view coming up here. I think it's next weekend. But uh, yes, give me that match, yes, sir. I would like to see that. Yes. Oh, that was so good. And then of course, you know, Macklin gets involved afterwards. So they're just setting up this whole thing, Macklin and and Miguel as a good feud. And then 
here, here's my point behind this. Oh, also you had Mickey James defeated uh, Mass and Rain in like a throwback match, and then Mercedes Martinez came out, and yeah, I won this tournament. I get a shot, blah, blah, blah. So she's fighting her at the next pay-per-view, and it's good to see Mercedes back. And, you know, there was Minoru Suzuki in the main event, right? You had Minoru Suzuki, Moose, and W. Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards, Matt Cardona, who's interesting how big of a face he is on impact and how big of a heel he is everywhere else in life <laughs> like like gcw background is probably closer to the real one i think i love that but anyway um and uh josh alexander <laughs> so you gotta see minoru suzuki and that was always good his, his impact tapings were the end of his american tour run if you would right Here's why I think Impact is is what it is because they're not necessarily relying on the same formula as everybody else. They're really doing things in a manner that is built into their ethos. You know, you got you know you had for eyes. You had Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. They had the title, that whole thing going on, the Forbidden Door, right? You know, and it's still out there. Uh, Tony Khan's said that him and Scott Demore talk quite a bit, that they're very open to keeping their relationship and going back and forth for the time being, you know, they're kind of, it, it is what it is. And, you know, they're going to focusing on each of their own stuff, but they have a very good relationship, which I think is great because they didn't at the very beginning of AEW. They oh, no. definitely did not. Uh, but it, that's good. But you did. You got Moose the champion, and they're focusing on their talent that they have. Trey Miguel, and you got you know uh, Decay is getting all this airtime. And by the way, Decay is stalking uh, the inspiration now. There, yes. Uh, it, it, there's a segment they, they they put them up on Twitter. You can go look it up on Twitter. It's it's fantastic. I know you've seen it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They they enlisted uh, uh, Sue Young's uh, corpse brides or whatever they're called. Yeah, Brandy uh, Lauren <laughs> and. Uh... The, the other one kimberly kimberly thank you yeah and it, it's oh they're so good they're so good I, just, I can't wait for my you gotta be joking me from jess mckay but i think it's you know like i said they're they're really cultivating their own style of everything here with their own talents and their own way of telling the stories and that's why i think it was up because it's not like Impact fell in this trap. Definitely in TNA days, at the end of TNA days, they did. They copied storylines. They copied old tropes all the time, right? They just rehashed old aces and eights, right? That was NWO version seven. So, I mean, when they had like 8,000 members in NWO, that was, you know, they're doing they're doing the things that they can do well, I and mean, not all of it's going to be necessarily the most appealing because it might be a little out there, some of the stuff. But I think that's what makes it great. So, once again, another good impact. Uh, the, yeah, they got the turning point is their next pay-per-view. Then in January, like, 7th or 8th, is a big pay-per-view they have in Dallas. We might do... I think that's when we're going to do the belt next. So. Yep, yep. That's why I got to defend the FWO <laughs> Impact Championship. Indeed. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Don't you begin no spray paints in my nice belt that I spent all that time crafting, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put some fake spray paint, like, you know, little things on your FWO on there. Oh, if you, you, get, you go, go, go get some letters and, like, put them on there with, like, a tape them on there or of something course. Yeah, cool yeah, with. No, no, yeah, if you spray it, paint yeah. that, we're going to have, we're going to have work. So, <laughs> yes. All right. So Fair. that, that was that, um, 
So that was Impact. There's a couple of little notes out there. Um, GCW has a show this, I think it's Friday or Saturday. I think it's Friday. I'm pretty sure it's Friday. Yes, it is Friday because Saturday is, of course, uh, all uh, full gear. So they have a show. Uh, Leon Ruff has announced who he's uh, he's going to be in a six-pack challenge. It's a pretty nice card they got there. Just, we, we wax poetic a lot about GCW. So their newest show is going to be out there on Fight.TV. I've got so much wrestling to watch this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to get to all of it, but I'm definitely going to keep an ear on in the internet to see what happened with that. There's a bunch of other independent news stuff going on there. Uh, our our favorite local promotion is, if you have not heard, Journey Pro KC did announce their next show. So back in the swing of things, there was. Did we talk about Walter last week? Yeah, we did uh, a little bit. Like he's he's had some medical issues and stuff like that. I think we we touched right. on it lightly. Right, and we don't want to. It's out there. You can go on YouTube. We we tweeted it. We retweeted. It. You know, you can go look it up. Um, it's not on YouTube. It's on Facebook. But um, you know, so back in the swing of things for Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, it's going to be Thanksgiving. <laughs> Love it. Love the name. Are we going to wear? Are we going to wear our costumes? Because we said we were going to do that before. But I'm, you know, once again, I'm leaving that. Up. We'll, 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 we'll talk more about it. What do I you mean, think? At minimum, wear heel shit shirts. At minimum. Well, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And we got. Oh, we gotta no. get the... I might order my lion tamer shirt and hopefully have it by then, just so I can <laughs> just get after it a little bit. We'll see. We'll see about that. But I hope for you to join us. If you bought, if you're listening and you had tickets, you have not heard of this announcement yet, but. Because they, they haven't done like a big announcement. That's still coming. He just put a little quick little thing out there talking about it. And, uh, and, and thankfully, and Walter's getting people to help him kind of with some of this stuff, you know, announcement-wise and things. Because we don't want him. We want him to be as healthy as possible. So please take it easy, Walter. We love you. Uh, but if you had tickets for the last show, they will be honored. You might not have to like send them a message or a DM or something, but they'll be honored. So FYI. Applip Roasters, too. Forgot to mention that. So look out for that. Stainless Santa Creed's going on this weekend as well. I'm excited to see that. There's a lot of good matches there. There was a ton of our local favorites that well, that were uh, on the Dark and Dark Elevation from this past week. So if you're looking for some time to kill in the middle of work, hop on YouTube, go to AW, and go watch their Dark and Dark Elevation. You get to see Dean Alexander. You get to see Tutu Lin twice uh you get to see moonshine mantel and some of the names are changed right you know uh yeah we had a davy we, we had a davy vega sighting you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and he was on two of the two of the the wrestler vlogs this week too if you noticed that yeah yeah he was he was on um ethan pages and sammy's sammy's he was on sammy's yeah but yeah he has, he has phone gang he has phone uh jacked by uh, uh will hobbs on uh, sammy's that was great so, yeah more besties yes um and final note here uh that i had about the indie scene was that a uh, bunch of other things going on around the world but there is one announcement i want to make you aware of so alex shelley the independent wrestling champion who we're super happy for we're happy to see him back uh, it's kind of at the top of his game back fully invested you know after the pandemic and everything gonna put the belt on the line december 5th uh it's going to be up in providence rhode island and his opponent is ruby soho hey ruby no shit i am not kidding and i want to see that somehow because i have a feeling that's going to be a 
That's gonna be it. I, I know Ruby used to do intergender matches. She's fun. She said she said like her favorite indie match she ever did was against Josh Alexander. FYI, I don't know if you ever heard that. I but mean, that makes a lot of sense. It does. And I think in like Alex Shelley and Ruby Soho. Hey Ruby, I, I definitely want to see that. So, they okay. they will tear the the roof off for. Yeah, that's sure. improbable. If you you live up in the Northeast, there it's on the twelve five. So, uh, you had a quick little note about uh, New Japan, right? Actually, I got I got a few things, but one of them oh. really goes into dynamite. But we'll, I'll save that one for when we get to the dynamite. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so the very first thing I did want to talk about was, um, well, Wrestle Kingdom's coming up in January. That's right, New Year's. Happy, that's right, or right then, after New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom yeah. sixteen. Okada will challenge Shingo Takagi for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that makes me so happy. That <sighs> that alone makes me so happy. Yeah, like <laughs> most of our news is Okada news for the record. Um, so not only do we know that that's gonna happen on January fourth, so Mark Calendar's okay. January fourth, and then in addition to that, here in just a couple days on the thirteenth. One Okada will face off against the premiering Buddy Matthews, secret no more Buddy Matthews, at the Battle for the Valley in San Jose. Right. It's oh official. my God. It's official. Okada Let's beats go. Buddy Matthews, aka Buddy Murphy. Then the last bit I have. Of, of new japan news is you know how we had the g1 climax well they do a variation mm-hmm. of that for the um the uh junior the junior heavyweights yeah it's the world junior tournament it's the right? super, super junior 20 super junior super junior that's what it was yes. yeah uh el fantasma is the two-time defending champion if i'm not mistaken yes that is correct so this is who's in it um it's 12 entrants and it starts this saturday so El Desperado, Hiromu Takahashi, Ryusuke Taguchi, El Fantasmo, Robbie Eagles, Yo, Ooh. Ta- Ooh. Uh, Taji Ishimori, okay. Sho, which Sho and Yo, they, they have beef now, uh, Master Wado, Bushi, Ooh. Oh. Doki, and Yoshino, Yoshinobu, Kenamaru. Got that one. That's the toughest one. Yeah, that's that's, that's a hard one. Cool. So that is the official card. Um, So the very first match, um, what is the 13th, right? Uh, Looks like Robbie Eagles will take on Ryusuke Taguchi. Um, Master Wado takes on Robbie Eagles on the 15th. I'm looking for the 13th here. Oh, here we go. El Fantasmo, Master Wado go on on the 13th. Um, Yo doesn't go until the 21st. Bushi. I'm glad you can make sense of that uh, that bingo card of a schedule that they tweeted out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I because I, I, I mean, I'm, I guess I, I like to. Yeah, graph. you're, 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 yeah, you're deep into it. But yeah, I've looked at that. It's, it's, it's. So, yeah, Bushi and Doki will be on the first night. So hard to understand. Ishimori's first match will be um, on the first night against mm-hmm. Kanemaru. Uh, yeah, so it looks like almost uh, everybody they, is going at it. 
do remind me do they do that like they do super g1 where it's all in like in two separate like brackets or is it all just a single bracket and they go and then from or, or how, how do they do that they do points but it's, it's not it's not like not like g1 where it's like two separate brackets and the, no. the winners okay so it's basically yeah they one they, everybody just, everybody on, on this list we're going points one get, single get block list. so it says now the two blocks the round single, robin that, thank you that's what i was looking for round robin okay. tournament um but the one ma- so the, out of this the one match i want to see is going to happen on december 11th and that's show and yo show and yo should be great anything well, else on they, they yeah. were a tag team forever you know and i know i know that's gonna be that's gonna be good there's a, there's a lot of good in that so there were some uh, new champions in new japan too right uh we announced that last time we didn't talk about that yeah, we did. El Desperado becomes the two-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. By oh, not him, like Kenta. Oh no, we didn't talk about Kenta either. Yeah, I guess I guess we didn't talk about those two. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Desperado, but we didn't talk about the other ones. Well, we talked about uh, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask. That's my fault. So yeah, so El Desperado won. Um, he defeated Robbie Eagles, who was you know held two of them. So El Desperado is now the. Um, the two-time IWGP junior heavyweight champion. And then Kenta becomes the IWGP US heavyweight champion. And he beat Which, that surprised the crap out of me. And then do you know who he called out right after that? I do. Called out one Mr. CM Punk. Says it's your time to go to sleep. <laughs> I go to sleep off. Let's go. <laughs> yes, yes. So two people who do the same exact move. Let's go. But you beat Tanahashi. I mean, I really thought, especially after the whole uh, L.A. thing that they had and the way they did it and, you know, the statements thereafter about Tanahashi. Because everybody assumed that, you know, Tanahashi would be the one going to come over and, you know, when John Moxley was here and he was feuding with Japan, that that was that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. And then they were very keen about keeping him as a champion in their in their sphere, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought that, and you said it before, they don't keep belts on people very long, usually. Ever. I thought they would keep it on him for a little bit longer. To be, I mean, maybe to Wrestle Kingdom. But, eh, I was wrong. Yeah. I, so. I don't know. Like, it's just... <laughs> That's a fun. That's a fun. That's a, that's a fun thing about New Japan is that because they move belts frequently, the fact that they have eight million belts is not necessarily a detriment in my opinion because you're getting at least movement. You get to something, some fresh stuff going on there. Yeah. Now, some people might hate that. Some people like yearn for the, you know, um, Rocky San Martino, you know, or you know old school 80s Hogan style, you know, long run, you know, champion. Uh, I get it, right? Okay, I understand it. And it has its time and place, but I much rather prefer the chaos of belts just going back and forth and changing all over the place. I, I love, I love that. that. I love it too. I wish like, AEW would do more of this. I agree. And and I think uh, one Jeremy Wyatt should lose his belt. Uh, and I think it's going to happen this Friday. Gary fucking Jay. <laughs> it's time the gateway heritage championship what? needs to be gary jay's gary it, it would make it would make jamie's day especially if you did a line he, tamer 
if you, you while he's gonna finish it, it's like if you can not only capture that belt, but do it by getting Jeremy to tap on that sweet, sweet line tamer. Just give give him give him a smile on his face. Do I just want to see one in the wild, man. I just want to see one <laughs> in the wild. You never know. We might. We might. Um, I actually have hope talk- for Saturday, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, let's, well before we get to that, let's talk about uh, last Friday. So yeah. Rampage. This is the uh, the one after us. So it's in St. Louis. Their St. Louis debut. Great crowd. Chaffetz Arena. Chaffetz, Chaffetz, whatever. Um, where the Billikens play. Uh so their St. Louis debut, and they did a. It was actually it would have been a good show to go to because they did a long dark along with it. And I like it when they do that. So if you're gonna have like a separate live rampage, like they're doing, they're doing periodically, right? Do like a long ass dark taping. They, they, they did almost two hours of dark, so that means that you get about three hours for your ticket, and that's that's good. That's perfect, right? That's that sweet spot. So. Rampage opened up with Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens. And Danielson is going through the ringer of matches, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he is he's pretty much wrestled almost every damn near show, right? I mean, he didn't he didn't last Wednesday, but he's just going through them. And Anthony Bowens is looking very good. And we'll talk more about him in a few moments for a very good reason. But it was, a, it was a good looking match. It was a good stuff. Good, good start to get going. Uh, you only had three matches as always. So you had that. You had the bunny and red velvet in the final first round for the TBS women's tournament. What red velvet got the win there. Oh, Danielson, of course, beat Bowens. Uh, you had the final, like I said, TBS first round. So red velvet's moving on. You face Jar- Jade Cargill next round. Those and two have it. previous beef. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... I have words. Pen. Be back. And then your main event was John Silver versus Budge. I mean, Adam Cole. Budge. <laughs> and, you know, of, of, of the for the night, you know the women's match was actually was, was, was pretty good. Red Velvet looked really good. I felt mm-hmm. uh, Danielson and Bowens is a lot better than I thought it was. Uh, Bowens has this new. It's called the Arrival. This interesting DDT. It's almost like a like a half crossroads with the person uh, perched on the ropes, so their feet on the ropes, and he does this. It's a good looking. It's a better finisher than MJF has. There you go. Using well, the that's not saying much. The heat seeker sucks. I know. Well, I'm just I'm giving you low hanging fruit. Um, you know, and and the main event was good. It had some good action. Johnny Hungy was getting over like hell. Adam Cole doing Adam Cole things. But the highlight of the night definitely was CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston face to face. And I was already bought in on this feud before. For this, for reasons we talked about last time, I wasn't until this. You weren't, so I want you to tell. I want you give me your thoughts on the face to face because the matches. Are, I mean, if you want to talk about something on the matches, go for it. But this was, I'm sorry, this was this was this was what was important to watch on this rampage. Just this, yeah. So, so for me, and I don't want to necessarily get into the what was said and what wasn't said, but it really felt like. They had flashes of old punk in there because mm-hmm. Eddie was goading him out 
And I oh, think this hard. is going to be what we all want an old punk to kind of show up, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it gave me heat. Like, you know, you know, you just go ahead and quit, you know, and come back in uh-huh. another seven years and got the headbutt, And that's when everything's just went buck wild, you know, but it, it did, it made a filler for CM Punk to be on a pay-per-view to, oh man, I got to see this match. Like it changed me completely from that. Oh, this is just a filler. This is just mm-hmm. to get CM Punk on there for buys. No, 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 no. Like I'm vested now. They did it real quick and I'm amazed. Now, let me ask you, this is a follow-up to it. And I know that, um, I can't remember who it was, but it was, um, um, Bishaw, I think on his podcast, he had talked post, post this interview, whatever. He thinks that they should continue to feud after this match regardless. I agree. Okay. I was going to say, what are your thoughts? I, I agree too. I, I think that if this match doesn't end and it just ends into a fight and whatever, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with them just kind of, and they don't have to be front and center every week doing this either. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you can have this rest for a couple of weeks and then have him, you know, Kingston come out of nowhere and jump him, you know, and they get back into it. And then same thing, punk, you know, and then, but I think this is a, for the first time in AEW, an actual long-term angle with punk. And I love it. I love it for the history behind it. I mm-hmm. love it because it, it's, it's good. It's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't feel forced. This feels and give it to both to both of the guys for doing this, but this feels so natural. They have a real history together. You know, they came up around the same time, and you know, a lot of what what was said it was not a shoot. So, I I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. No, and, right. and the thing is, like, what I think, no matter how this match ends, it should it should end ugly, and mm-hmm. like. There's still gonna be beef after CM Punk wins because we all know this house is gonna happen. Yeah, um, if if it's a, if it's finished, if it's finished, I think it's good good plants. It could be a, um, you know, double DNF. count out, yeah, or Something double dumb. or uh, double DQ or the, just, they call it because some. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that might happen. Well, if if it does have a clean finish, where it won't it won't be clean, but no matter what, yeah. So I think. No matter what, it'll be one of those things like one person's talking in the back and the other one just starts mouthing off at him and they just keep this beef going between mm-hmm. them. Like like it is like for real. Like if you see somebody you don't like, you, you'll say some shit to them, you know, just to get yeah. under their skin. And like I feel like that's what they need to do to keep this long play with this and then have it end like a no DQ street fight or some sh- something like that. Yeah, maybe if you want to run it all the way to all out, cool or if you want to just run it to revolution or whatever you want to run until next year's full gear just have it kind of just always in the background kind of like that nagging itch just boop, 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 poking 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 mm-hmm. i'm with you i'm all about that let's let's know what you guys thought though how much do you love this do you not love it do you want to see it go on forever let us know mm-hmm. um that that was the nitty-gritty of rampage like i said I, you know i don't want to dig too deep into this stuff because we got dynamite to talk about and Dynamite was from Indianapolis this week. Let's talk about Dynamite, Jamie. Indy was in the house, man. Woo! It was a great show. It was but, a fantastic show. But I do want to take a pin out of my New Japan news. So in the very first <laughs> match of the night, we actually have Brian Danielson going against Rocky Romero. 
and Rocky Romero is from New Japan. And before the match, you, you might have saw on Twitter and on their Instagram as well, but um, Rocky was with um, the best friends and, and, and Orange Cassidy and all them. And Okada, again, here's Okada again. This is the – his name's been thrown around a lot today. <laughs> Uh, but he would like for Orange Cassidy and them to be a part of Chaos, the Chaos Crew, which is that, that which in retrospect is a big fucking thing, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> like, it, I kind of, wait, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> so they asked, and then when Rocky Romero came out, the best friends came out, and Chucky e. T. And our favorite um, alien, Chris Statlander, were holding up the Chaos Towel. So they are officially now a part of Chaos. So that, for me, is a huge-ass deal. Because it is the first real-time, other than having these couple New Japan people being here and there, like they mm-hmm. are really digging into the New Japan thing now. And I feel like after full gear, shit's getting real with New Japan. Like, I see maybe somebody having a match over at Wrestle Kingdom from AEW. Mm-hmm. I, think I agree. With, yeah. I might be a want to be Orange Cassidy. I, it feels or like it right gear. now. Well, I mean, there's a couple other potential ones to be had there with that. I think that it's. And once again, we, we'll, 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 he'll do the run through the card here. We, just, we have to talk about this bit first because they actually. The first time that I can remember, they actually addressed and mentioned Okada on t- on a wrestling promotion on TV. They mm-hmm. said his name multiple times. The announcers did. He, they talked about Okada. <laughs> That's a big fucking deal. And you know, it's very much. I don't want to say it feels the same, but similar. How Impact now has the Bullet Club relationship with Chris Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Which I mean. There's po- possibilities left and right all over this place, but yeah, I, 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 I th- that took me. I, especially they're like, we want you in chaos. Like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, like as soon as I saw that little vignette, I'm like, what is what? Is like, it that I'm, easy to get in? Holy shit! <laughs> sign me up. Like, I, I'll, I'll drop the coin for him. Like, let's go. Um, but. Anyway, so I have I have lots of thoughts on this, and we can dive into that later. But I really feel like on the, the upcoming Wednesday show, he's in the United States. It's I don't think he's going to be there on this week. For those of you thinking, he will not be there because his show's the exact same date. There's no way. Yeah, he won't be. I don't think here's and we're we're jumping ahead. We'll get back. We'll, and Jamie will run through the card in a moment. But sorry, sorry. I, you know, no, it's okay. This is Okada. He, he requires it. I, I don't think you're going to see Okada. I don't think you're going to see Wyndham. I don't think you're going to see a big splash surprise at Me either. Full Gear. I think there might be a, a secondary surprise we'll talk about when we talk about the card, but I don't think you're going to see that big card. I think because of what the main event is. You don't want to take away from that. That's my thought. So okay, I agree. Cool. I agree. So I think Okada... He would show up on it's, Wednesday. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Yes. I, it feels like soon, right? And I, I think like I know. I soon. know his opponent too. I feel like I know it. We'll talk about that after we run through this. Fair. Let's go. Let's go. Let's right. go. So Brian Danielson, Rocky Romero, uh, hell of a match. Brian Danielson won. Uh, we can talk about it here in a second. Um, after this, we had um, 
the second match, well, we can go over the promos too. Tony Schiavone did a promo with Inner Circle and um, out came, I do want to talk about this one. Uh, but So this there is a promo with Inner Circle and America's Top Team. I want to put a pin in that. I want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, um, Jamie Hayter, Rebel, sorry, Rebel. My bad. Rebel. And Britt Baker versus uh, Ty J and Thunder Rosa. Good match, actually. It had lots of little, there's a little just, just weirdness in the beginning, uh, but it was okay. Winners were Jamie Hayter, Rebel, and Britt Baker. Um, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. Why did I say? Yeah, you're that, you're that backwards. Take, take out the pin over Rebel. Take out the pin on Rebel, and and Britt just watched. That's my that's my bad. I don't know why I had that there. <laughs> um, and then possibly the match of the night in all reality, uh, Jungle definitely Boy definitely the match of the night, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens. Um, and pull, um, pull my pin out. Boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so I'm just, that's all I'm gonna say. Jungle Boy gets the win, wow. but it was a great match. Max Caster dropped an amazing um, <laughs> sl- slam rap, uh, basically calling out his girlfriends with seven dudes all the time, um, which I thought was great. Um, and then after that, we had a Bobby Fish run in and beat the shit out of him, um, which I thought was great. But then we cut to the super click right after that. And yeah. This is great because Adam... Uh, Adam Cole officially introduces them to Bobby. We're like, we know Bobby. We know Bobby. It's fine. But if he say he's cool, he's cool. And it's like, huh? And then one of the best things about that whole thing, and this is why I really want to stick out. It's like, there's no dispute here. This is the era. This is the era of the super super click. click. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. They just can't help but shoot. They they can't. They can't help. (laughs) <laughs> they, they can't they can't it was it was beautiful mm-hmm. um we're gonna come at, back to this match for sure so oh 100 yes. 100 uh wheeler utah versus wardlow um squash Meh. wardlow won <laughs> squash of the night and 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 wheeler yet again had another botch um that guy <laughs> he just can't get a win um you know what though this also is a competitor for match of the night in my opinion uh, Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. It was a hell of a match. I love Leo Rush. I did not know oh. how much I missed him until I see him on my TV screen. His dynamite like, debut as well. Yes. And it was amazing. Leo Rush and Dante Martin get the win. It was magnifique. I, I, I put one note down here. I should have put more because this was fan. We'll talk about the match, but. I just put flippy spinny shit in all caps because it was flippy spinny shit central between these four guys. Oh Ooh. my god! Yeah, best and, best that Lee Moriarty has looked yet in AEW. Yeah, and he's still growing too. He's young, just oh, like he's, Dante Martin. Like those two fresh. have a big future there. Um, after this, back. we we had another really good match of Dax Harwood versus uh, Pac. Um, had one scary ass top row brain buster that I thought he actually oh. died on, but um, really good match. Pac gets the win afterwards. No, um, Harwood gets the win. Why do you have the wrong people listed? Why do I have that? No, no, I said I said Pac has the win. Dax got the win. No, he didn't. He tapped instantly. Oh, I, I I have the wrong one. So okay, so me and Jamie each have a fuck. We each have our own box. Wow. Tonight. Okay, no, yeah, no. That's Pac- on me. That's on me. That's on me. I, I fucked up. Pac- I put a graphic Pac- here. JJ Pac- fucked up. There yes. we go. 
Pac won with the brutalizer. Um, but afterwards, Cash came out, and then the lights go out. It's like, oh my goodness. And then here's Malachi Black and Andrade. They start getting on him, and then next thing you know, the rest of the Death Triangle and Codelander come out um, and to make the save. So that was pretty good. After that, they did a nice little video package promoting MJF versus Darby. I am really looking forward to that match. Um, then mm-hmm. we get to the contract signing. So I figured this would be the first thing that we actually talk about. Then we can run. Let's talk about it because we're going to talk about this pretty. Di- yeah, let's go. All right. So the contract signing starts off fairly civil. You know, it's like there's hangman's like, there's not much for me to talk about, you know, whatever signs it pushes it over. And then <laughs> Kenny suited and booted Kenny Omega just to the nine hundred percent. And, you know, he's like, you know, it was me who who lifted you up and got you back up on the horse and all this stuff so you could do cowboy shit. It, it wasn't you. You talk about being able to do this. It was me and all this. And he just was going after him and after him and after him about it. And Kenny he doesn't uh, sign the contract, by the way. He, he, he has the page open. But he still doesn't. He doesn't ever follow through yet with signing the contract. Good point. Good point. So afterwards, you know, he's like, I just want to shake your hand and just, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see you Saturday. And so they, 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 they actually did shake hands. Um, and then as Kenny or sorry, as hangman turns around, he gets hit by one of the cameramen that happens to be out there with the camera. And because the elite and the dark order were banned from, banned inside, from inside and kicked out of the building. Mm-hmm. Which, side note, Ten apparently doesn't own shirts anymore because they were all leaving. And here's Ten just shirtless with a backpack on and his mask, just you know, just hey, if you got it, flaunt it, Preston. Right? I, I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's a big dude. Um, so after that, he gets he gets hit by the cameraman. The cameraman had a mask on, takes it off, and it's none other than our favorite. Don Callis, the invisible hand himself, busted him open, and he's bleeding. Oh, and this is where it got good. This is the best. Kenny signed the contract with Kenny o- or with Hangman's blood. Kenny signed with Hangman's blood. It was. I've I've heard people talk Top-notch about this. Shit. It was it was great. It was classic and fresh, all in the same breath. I've heard people talk about this and the possibility of of Omega dropping it to since the storyline kind of got interrupted by Hangman taking some time off, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if, if some people feel not us, but some people feel that they're rushing back into it and dropping the belt to him is not the right call at the right time. You know, I don't necessarily disagree with that in total. If they keep it on Kenny for a little bit longer because they want to get more heat built into this, I'm cool with it. But I think that this did a great, great makeup heat to get you to the point where now it's like, all right, let's fucking go, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, also a... Uh, there was a slight Kota Ibushi reference in there as well. Oh yes, I <laughs> had that marked, and I did. I literally skipped over that that bullet. It's okay. It's so okay. you know when they're taught when Kenny was talking about you know you know I was your tag team partner and you you always you you're just scared you could you couldn't fill my boots and that's why you couldn't do anything and he, and 
Hangman's literally like, well, you had a tag team partner that you felt like you couldn't live up to what he was. And then everybody in the crowd's like, oh. Like, oh. So in one episode of Dynamite, you had the name uttered of, uh, I, I cannot pronounce the first name, so just Okada. You know, you had Okada met, very prominently at the beginning mentioned in reference, and then you had Ibushi referred to at the end. Yeah. And are wrestling wet dreams we- real? I think so. In 2022, they, yeah, there's, who knows what's out there. Yeah, so Kazu, Kazu, uh, Kazuchika Okada. I, I can't say that. Kazuchika Okada. Okada. <laughs> Kazuchika. Kazuchika. It's actually a pretty, it's K-A-Z-U. Chika. So Kazuchika. So Okada and Ibushi. There we go. Yes. So... This I is want to talk about this. Oh, go ahead. No, so, no, no, no. I, I, so this is where I'm going to take my pin out on Okada. Okay. And, and this is just me fantasy booking like a mother. But I think Hangman <laughs> wins. Hangman wins. Okay. And then on Wednesday night, he has his big celebration of the Dark Order and all that good stuff. And then here comes out the winner of Brian Danielson, Miro. Brian Danielson. Um, and they have a little stare off. But then here comes out. Kenny and Kenny's like, I get a rematch and this and this and this, and then coin drops. Coin. And then we that get Kenny no. Okada three in US soil. Okay. That's a little bit fancy booking island, you're not wrong. <laughs> but it's a lot fancy booking island. I mean, but it's I want I want to hear the coin drop. I want to see him there. I want to see him on dynamite. Maybe might happen. Um, I tend to think that you got to have. Well, here, here, here's the point. So you, you, they built up with 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 the thirty minute draw. They built up to have Danielson Omega, too. I don't think they'll do that for the belt. So mm. I think if Hangman wins, I think Miro's going to win. You think so? I tend to think that that's going to be first order of business. That they might lay the groundwork. And that's what, to me, the Okada stuff feels like they're laying the groundwork for something that's going to pay off in the spring or the summer. That's what it feels like to me. Hmm. I don't know if that's going to be, you know, shoot that load right away. It doesn't, I don't, I just don't feel that, you know. So he, you might hear the coin drop on Wednesday. I'll shit my pants if it happens, but I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You know, you're right about the Danielson Omega piece. So, what if they fight for a true number one contender? That I'd be in for. Iron Man, sixty minute. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, there's a lot of options that you can go with that. You can, we can fancy book that for hours. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's just, that's just the thought I had about that. I want to talk about a couple things here. First of all, about this episode, fan freaking tastic episode. Talked about even the ward, the Wardlow and Utah match was definitely the, you know, it was, it was the down match in the night. Um, it did get me thinking about Wardlow because they kept talking. I, I will say this, the, Wardlow and the announcers seamlessly took that botch and rolled with it into the storyline of the match. So that mm-hmm. was good. But mm-hmm. the rest of the matches were all unbelievable. Yeah. 
And the honestly, match, well, the women's match I want to say is unbelievable. It was, it was a, it was a much better than their average women's match. Yeah. But and the, Wardlow four power bombs, and the crowd was like, one more time, one more time, and he's and bam, he bam, didn't bam, do bam. it. And he pulled like, him up uh, 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 no. and then pushed him away, which <laughs> yeah, is I great. Yeah. We're we're gonna do we're gonna do some time. We're gonna do fancy booking, like hardcore. We're gonna go to like all out twenty twenty five. Uh, give it a couple weeks here when we get into a doldrum, you know, because we get those periods where in between a bunch of pay-per-views for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I want to do AEW 20, All Out 2025. What that will look like. Like, super fancy book. And one of my, and spoiler alert, one of mine is the the culmination of the continued long-term feud of Wardlow and Preston Vance. I don't think they get enough talk for being, when we talk about the future of Mm-hmm. You got to have those big guys, right? AEW had them. WCW, uh, WWF had them back in you know Attitude Era. WCW had them. You you know TNA had them with the you know Biss and everything. You got to have those big guys, and this is these are their big guys. So anywho, anywho, even that match was great. But all the Danielson Romero. I mean, you 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 want you want you want technical wrestling magic? Boom! There you go. You got mm-hmm. it. The it women's match we, women's match we said better than b- very good. All six of them great. Thunder Rosa looked fantastic. Um, Take Conti is the most confident she's been ever. So I love this. The the you know Leo Rush Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel versus Leo Moriarty. I said flippy Spanish shit. That's the only note I had. But there's so much good in this match. Leo Rush looked amazing. Uh, Dante Martin's a future superstar as well as everybody else that we talked about. Lee Moriarty. Yeah, I mean, and of course we know Matt's side. It, this was unbelievable. And then Hardwood, Hardwood and Pac, just a a classic. It, it had the feel of more of a classic match. Like Pac wasn't doing a lot of his flippy spinny shit. It was a lot more brutal of a match, and just like an old like Madison Square Garden, you know, Saturday night, you know, you know, triple marquee main event type of match. It felt. So throwback is so good. All over the place. But Jungle Boy and Anthony Bowens. Match that was announced earlier today, and I can't believe that, because this match stole the show wrestling-wise for me 100%. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. It So this match, it really showcased for me, personally, how really, really good the bench strength of AEW really is. Yeah. Because you have one of the four pillars. You have one of the four pillars. Everybody knows it. It's and Jungle Boy, it's, it's, it, he's it's won more Cano. matches. He's, his record is he's won more matches than anybody else, right? Cool. Yes. Right. Great. Awesome. But you don't necessarily think of Anthony Bowens as a single wrestler. You think of him as a tag team guy. And we had two tag team guys doing single matches this, this week, too. So I wanted yes, to call did. that out. And... He looked amazing to your point. Like he has been just going nuts with this stuff. I th- evidently yeah. Max Caster's got to be hurt or something because he hasn't been wrestling that much. Um, I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. But they're 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 kayfabing at that. He's he's in this feud with Tony Khan, which I love that yes, continuation yes. of the suspension. But he he probably has. I mean, that's what it feels like. I'm with you. This match, I mean, it had tons of great moves. 
you know, the snare trap in order for Jungle Boy to get it. And like when he had it, he flipped off Max Caster, like as he's putting him <laughs> in it. Oh my goodness. It, it had everything you wanted. It technically, it was very solid. Flippy, spinny shit st- wise, it was really good. Um, lot, I mean, but it, but it had more. It, this match more than yeah. the others had heart, had, had, had good emotion. The crowd was invested in it. Intense um, pace, too. The pace the was pace, intense. The pace was fantastic. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, it, it was like it was that perfect alignment, you know, the, the confluence of all these things that came together. And I, I want, I want to see this like a dozen more times. I'll probably go watch it after I'm, when I'm done editing tonight. So it was amazing. But the one thing I really want to talk about was the mm-hmm. inner circle and the America's t- America Top okay, Team. Okay, before you do that, can I wrap up on uh, yes. one, one last thing with Jungle Boy? Okay, yes. Bobby Fish, we talked about we didn't really get his whole heel turn thing and all this. I understand now. He's just that evil son of a bitch. Because he came out, and when he attacked Jungle Boy, it took a while for Christian and for Luchasaurus to come out and make the save. He got heat. Like, not X-Pac heat. He got legit like how you're supposed to, like, like, like sitting down and going, that'd be one where he goes in the back and goes all to the, goes to the boys. And it's like, that's how you do it kids. You know, mm-hmm. because he did. And I, I'm like, I get it now. He's just an evil son of a bitch. That's his gimmick. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. He can back it up in the ring. So that's why he has real heat, which is the, the heat you want. And I love that every aspect they're doing with this here, they're just setting up for, Setting up for long-term elite drama left and right. I love it. Hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. Dissension so anyway. amongst the ranks, and then by that time, it'll be Mount Rushmore time. Ka- Mount Rushmore. Plus, you'll have Kyle O'Reilly coming in too. So then you'll have dissension within Mount Rushmore, right? So it's like all the things happening. What's going to go on? So we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Inner Circle, go for it. So Inner Circle guy was uh, supposed to do an interview with Tony Giovanni, but before they could even get to the ring, they get attacked by American Top Team. And, well, some of it was great. Some of it wasn't. Uh, the guy, mm-hmm. it sucked. The guy who happened to be in front, um, who was hitting Jericho, that just looked terrible. I was... It's, I think it's the same cat that was, and he's like, he was the name. other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's the same cat that was like messing up when they attacked him the first time, and he was like legit kneeing him on the top of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he overcompensated this time here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was that was all, all fun and dandy. Uh, you know, they, they did attack all of them and yeah. just beat the hell out of all of them. But the, the, the thing that was the best for me was that Scorpio Sky got out a table and they said Dan Lambert set it up in the middle of the ring and then Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky moved it to the corner and Dan Lambert powerbombed Chris Jericho through a table. With the assistance of the men of the year. With the assistance of the men of the year. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> then afterwards, uh, you it got... It looked pretty good. It looked really good. After that, you got Ethan uh, we, uh, cutting a, a great heel promo. And oh, then he's yeah. like, oh, 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 wait. Put him in the walls of Jericho. And then he put him in the walls of Jericho. And then here goes Dan Lambert. And this is why I think I'm going to see a freaking lion tamer on Saturday. 
because as soon as he put him in there, he's like, it's a Boston Crab, just like Rocky Johnson in 1975 Florida Championship Wrestling. Like the original the, Rocky Johnson. The original and only Ro- like Rocky Johnson. <laughs> I'm like, he oh was, my God. He was dance-splaining to us. He was. Yes. And and the thing was, like, as soon as he said it was a Boston Crab, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to see a lion tamer. You I'm going to see a lion tamer. Can Dan Lambert do a lion tamer? Can he move his body in that that way to do it? Or I don't think is he going to have. It. He's going to take it. Okay, okay. He's giving me the one. I mean, I mean, tamer. Jericho did a brief lion tamer esque against in his feud with Cody. So that's not brief. That was a full on lion tamer. When when was it a full on lion? Oh, yeah. I was just like for a second. Then he sat down into the wall. Well, it was it was a wall. Then he sat into it, and that's when um, MJF threw the towel in. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, maybe it's lion tamer thirty. Well, we, we will see. We will find out. Uh, check us out. Check it out this, this Saturday. There was other good things in the show, too. Like I said, these matches were all great. If you haven't watched the show, go find a replay somehow. Go watch it. It was great. Miro had another promo with just one note I want to say before we get to the card, okay? Okay. More more promo goodness. You know, he's still feuding with God. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But he says it at the very end, and he's, he, he's this isn't personal. He's talking. He's talking to uh, uh, Daniel uh, uh, Brian Danielson, right? He goes. Mm-hmm. And he ends it with this. This isn't personal. No, no, no. Don't don't feel it. this isn't personal. All you have to do is say goodbye to your wife, so I can say hello to mine. I'm predicting right now that we're going to see Lana at all out uh, at full gear. That would make so I much think, sense. I think that that goes into my argument of Miro winning. I think that he's going to, she's going to be involved. There's going to be some dirtiness. He's not going to win clean, and that protects Danielson and still giving him a loss. I think that's what's going to happen. Hmm. He's going to win dirty in some fashion, and either will be rewarded with his wife or his wife will be there to kind of help out. And she might not be part of the roster. It might just be a one-off thing, you know, That, but I think we're going to see her because he doesn't do this many. I mean, he's for the past six weeks, he's been ever since he lost the title, he's been cutting promos, including his wife in it. And it was always a fun and joke before, right? You know, basically about his wife just giving, you know, giving him sex. And now it's like, she's like almost as focal in his promos as God is. I don't know. I, it feels like it's just too it, it's too direct to not be there. Mm-hmm. All right, full gear Saturday seven o'clock pre-show on YouTube. You yep. have the card in front of you because I do not. I, I do, I do, I really do. Um, oh. So the pre the the buy-in match right now is. Um, a tag team match of Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose. So taking the women who are facing each other in the next round of the tournament, putting them against each other. I'm sad that this pay-per-view is not going to include any wrestling from Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. You know, that, yeah, just... I agree. That's fair. Um, <laughs> all right. So the very first match I have is the super click of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks going against Christian Cage. And Jurassic Express. That should be a hell of a match. Falls hell count of, anywhere. Falls 
count anywhere. That's going to be bonkers. I hope they open the show with that. You know, <laughs> I kind of hope they open it up with this one of Darby Allen versus MJF. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the one I kind of want to see open up with. Um, this one definitely won't open open it, but it's going to be another banger of the AEW Tag Team Championship of Lucha Bros versus FTR. Mm-hmm. Then you also had a tag team match that was just announced of Pac and Cody Rhodes going against Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. I love the fact of Andrade and Malachi together because they're... I, explore this a lot more just keep going down that path they both were dressed in the suits looking real nice too when the lights came on you know because mm-hmm. that's they're both the, so it fits it works i feel like this match is mm, this is this is this is a dynamite you know middle hour match yeah 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 i mean it, get, it gets them on the pay-per-view sure so good yeah but i feel like something's gonna go down in this and, and i don't know i feel like there's gonna be a swerve here Okay, okay. Don't know what it is, but I feel like a swerve's coming. Um, after that, we have the inner circle. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana Ortiz versus the man of the year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And America's top team, the people that were selected were Junior Dos Santos, Andre Arlovsky, and one Dan Lambert. Mm-hmm. This should be a This is a Minneapolis street fight. Street fight, yes. Minneapolis street fight. Then after that, you have CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. That should be a hell of a match as well. Daniel Bryan versus Miro for the number one contender. That should be a hell of a match. That's going to be ridiculous. That, that might steal the show. Honest yeah, to God. It may. <laughs> I mean, it, this is a loaded-ass card. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Britt Baker, DMD versus Ty Conti. That should be a killer match. Um, but I feel like it's going to set up the next feud right after. Um, mm-hmm. And then the main event, the one that we the all one. want to see. We waited Kenny, three years for. <laughs> Kenny, o- Kenny Omega versus one Adam Hangman Page. Oh, man. That is going to be... And the thing is, like, another reason I say that about the Malachi and Cody and Andrade, whatever. You you don't need to have that match. This card is already loaded. If you you give the fans really what they want, you make this main event a 40-minute just banger, right? Which is probably what it's going to be, and I bet a lot of these matches are going to be short. Yeah, I mean, I think I think, it's, I think it's got to be. If they're doing some shenanigans, I get it. But, I mean, as good as this card is, that main event should just blow the roof off that fucking place. I'm, I'm excited and ready for it, man. <laughs> I know. I almost don't want to go to my poker tournament that, that I've already paid <laughs> lots of money to be in. <laughs> mm, I mean, it is what it is. Well, if you lose early... Uh, I'm making I'm making chili and cornbread. I'm just gonna sit in front of my TV and just geek I out. I can't do that. I I can't do chili or cornbread. Oh, well, you do look great. So there's that. Thank you, thank you. I did not eat so healthy last week, and I've already lost all the weight I gained from last week. So I'm 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 already I'm already good, but still. You know, it's 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 a process. You know, you and I both. You know, you're going down. You know, very 
strict diet. You know, you can't always. You got. You got to live a little bit every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. You got to live a little bit. It's fine. You'll be good. All right, so we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll give you the post. Oh, we haven't done our picks yet, so that's why we're not giving you our picks. Because I don't. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I mean, I can make my picks right now, and I'm confident I can probably that fumble I'll through a book. I have a. I want to. I want to because it's very important for me to get that belt off of of Megan. I have to get that belt off of Megan. This is the one she cares about of the four. Like the other one, she says she says she doesn't care about the other one. She wants to have them all. Survivor Series is next weekend, right? That's when your belt. I don't remember up. when exactly Survivor Series is, but it's coming up. I know they announced the teams and everything, and then, but it's it's either next weekend. Well, it can't be the week after because that's 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 Thanksgiving. So it's gotta be next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, Tuesdays after pay per view, yeah, big pay per views. We'll ha- okay. Good. So next two weeks we'll have we'll have a Tuesday show again. We'll do we're gonna go over uh full gear next week. We're going to go a little bit more in depth in it. And then the following Tuesday, we'll talk about Survivor Series. It's going to be more about the, our belt than the actual show because we don't care about that show. This is this care, is the moment. We care about so, our belts. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Megan or I win, if Megan and I win the AEW championship, we have a legit shot at taking that WWE belt off of you. And we the FWO will have every belt in its house. Right, but that wasn't what we agreed upon. We agreed upon a single person getting all four. You can't move. You, you're moving the goalposts after the, ga- after the game the started, Jamie. The faction owns it. It doesn't matter. Our I agreement turned was. I turned heel to support I know, my daughter. I know, but our she agreement wins, was if, if, any, one, if any person wins all four, then I get to do the graphics work to make them a logo. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just you're, say this now. I will say this now on record. If Megan wins the win, Megan wins the AEW title and the WWE title. She'll have three of the four. I have the last one. I will give it to her, hands down. She it'll be in her possession. Possession doesn't mean that she's the champion. I'm Possession's sorry. Possession's nine tenths of the law, sir. <laughs> was was Brody Lee ever the AEW World Champion? No. Yes, he was. He held the belt for two weeks. No. Nope. Remember, he, t- he 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 sold from Moxley before their title match. He was the champion, according to your your logic. Oh my God! Don't be that guy. I I just I'm sorry. We're calling your bullshit. Yes, I'm calling your bullshit because you can't move the goalpost, Jamie. It's a finger poker deal. I will take the pin, and she can have it. Like that's the thing. You figure what we do, but these these belts are exchanged upon our picks from a pay per view for that corresponding promotion. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? It's not up. It's not up for until January. The impact right, title. Right, it's fine, yours fine. until we'll, January. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it up to the people. All right. Do you think? Do you think it should be a, a Grand Slam champion? You know, is it's just one person, or do you think if it's faction based? So if a faction has all of them, should there be a faction logo? Because the faction has all the belts. Even though the, the, the even though the agreement was on an individual level. Hey, we're dripping in gold. That's the thing. The I, know. I just want to make sure you understand gold. that if you go into contract law, they look at those sort of things like the details about what you actually agreed to when you signed up for it. And you're a one-man faction. Get yourself a partner and let's go. 
Nobody says I'm not. I, I, there, there are people in in the J Money Club. We are we are plentiful. You just don't see them involved on this podcast. But we're everywhere. I you know this. Willing, I'd be more than happy to entertain somebody joining the J Money Club and going head to head with the FWO. I'm gonna I'm call up Young Boy. I'm gonna get him back involved in in, in, in picking some shit here because. We need, yeah, you're 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 here trying to like swerve around the rules, trying to make it a as you know. a true heel faction would. Uh, that's fine. You can and you can get to whatever goal, whatever end zone you want to. Who's going to do the graphics work? I can get somebody else to do it. <laughs> you you'll get someone right. Sure, you will. Sure, you will. I mean, I know people. Regardless, it's not going to matter. I'm going to take it off of her anyway. So I'm going to take AEW off of her. I'm going to keep my WWE. I'm going to have a perfect card. I'm already calling it. I'm having a perfect card for AEW. How serendipitous would it be if you ended up being the person who had all the belts? I mean, I am the technical leader of the FWO, so that'd be fine. You say that, but Megan's the one that you always prop up. You're more the advocate for her, is what you've always said. She's the future. She's the future of the FWO. All I'm saying is, I would find it ironic and funny as hell as if you ended up getting all four belts, and that's what got your your logo made. (laughs) I mean, I'd be cool with that. (laughs) That would be hilarious, honest to God. Well, we will reconvene this argument again on Tuesday. So, come back and join us for full gear who gets the aw belt is it staying in the in 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 the faulkner uh, world order coming over to j money we will find out so we'll be back next thursday with our regularly scheduled weekly podcast i give us feedback give us comment give us a tweet let us know what you think about us just doing this all in just a single weekly one i know that Next two weeks, we're going to have a couple, right? But let us know what you think about it. And, um, you know, we're always looking for feedback. So give us positive, negative, whatever you guys want. Let us know. So that's what we got. Oh, I did have one last note. So we have Full Gear this weekend. We have Survivor Series next. And then the first week of December, we have the next NXT. Remember them? We have the next NXT event where the belt's going to be on the line for us. And that is... NXT's 2.0's War Games. War Games! It was not announced by William Regal. It was announced by a video package and a tweet. And then a follow-up tweet by uh, WWE or that said, uh, William Regal, well, I want to get the actual words right here because this is a, um, a thing. In the words of William Regal, or at Real King Regal, dot, 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 War Games! Like, man, don't do him dirty like that. Come on, y'all. So, NXT War Games. They got rid of the TakeOver moniker, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, that sucks. I think that's going to be a, a thing, too. I think the TakeOver, I think they're I think they're, they're, they're removing everything Triple H from NXT. So, anyway, regardless, that will be our next three contests. And then Impact is uh, January... Fifth or eighth or whatever. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. So that's all we got. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Jamie, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got two words for you. Technically, could be three. Lion Tamer Dan. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.